Good morning. Welcome to Shabbos, Daf 6, uh, Samoch Vav, page 66. Uh, we are continuing with different things that you're allowed to walk around on Shabbos, and our next mission deals with people who are handicapped, uh, amputees. So let's say you have an amputee who's wearing a prosthetic leg, a prosthesis, but its actual function is, is actually for aesthetic purposes. It's so that it looks like he's not, not amputated. Um, it's not actually supporting himself. He's using his uh, crutches to do that. Then we have a debate. According to Rameyer, it's permitted to walk around with this on Shabbos. But according to Reb Yossi, it's actually uh, forbidden to walk around with this on Shabbos. Um, in the Gemara, we have a very, very long discussion about which, who, which rabbi said what. Rameyer and Reb Yossi, and at first there are some rabbis who reverse what I just said. Uh, but at the end of the day, we use a nice mnemonic to remind us who says what. So Reb Meir is the matter, is the one who permits. And Reb Yossi, there's a samach in his name, is the one who says usr, who says that it's actually going to, uh, uh, to be forbidden. Now, why does Reb Yossi say it's forbidden? Because shoes uh, are made out of leather. Shoes are not made out of wood. So to say that this wood prosthetic leg is considered the person's shoe you cannot say that. So according to Rabbi Yossi, it's, and it's really caring on Shabbos. But according to Rabbi Meir, he says that it is considered uh, your shoe. Now, in the context of this very long discussion, we bring in other examples along this line. So, for instance, the question is, you know, the halachas, you're supposed to do chalitza with the person's sandal. But sandals are made out of leather. Can you do chalitza made out of a shoe? So, again, the same thing. According to those who follow Rabbi Meir, who says that you're allowed to walk around with it on Shabbos, well, that means that we're considering a wooden prosthetic to be a shoe. So a wooden sandal can also be a shoe, and therefore you can do chalitza with it. But according to Rabbi Yossi, you would not be able to do it. Uh, and then the other halacha question is, what about a sandal shel sayodin? Let's say the people who make sid, they would take a little straw covering, kind of like a straw shoe, over their foot, over their other shoe, so that their shoe wouldn't burn from the, from the sid. Um, uh, and then what they would do is, they would, that, and the question is, is that considered a shoe or not? So again, according to Rameir, it would be considered a shoe. According to Rabiosi, it would not be considered a shoe for, for many laws, for Shabbos, also for Tumas Midras, for the rule of conveying Tumas through leaning on something. Um, also, uh, those halachas would be important. Okay, anyways, the Gemara goes on and talks about, let's say you have your prosthesis, um, your prosthetic foot uh, or leg, it, so it's pshute creates. It's really considered um, just a, a plain piece of wood, which normally is not makabal tumba, is not susceptible to tumba. Um, however, if it had a base kibble, if it had some sort of a receptacle where you would put some rags in there to soften it as you had your foot inside there, it would, it would be a little more comfortable, then it is susceptible to tumba. Uh, and Abaya says that when we say it's tumba, it has tumas mace, but it does not have tumas madras. Midras, which is the putting of the weight on it, because that's not normally, that's only a secondary use of this prosthetic um, foot. Normally, you're walking around with crutches. Maybe every once in a while, the amputee will put his full weight on it, but since it's only secondary, according to Abaya, it's not going to actually be susceptible to Tumas Midras. But Rava says, since every once in a while you do, therefore, it will be susceptible to uh, Tuma. Um, the Gemara goes on, and... Um, also talks about this idea whether or not we define any of these um, any of these things that are listed in the Mishnah, whether it's the amputee or the double amputees also talked about in the Mishnah, and they would kind of drag themselves around with leather smooth and leather supports on their feet, on their legs. 
So if you consider these things to be shoes, then the halacha would be that you would not be allowed to walk into the Beis Hamikdash with them either, because halacha is you can't go into the Azar, into the temple courtyard, wearing shoes. Okay, the next Mishnah goes on and says that, that, that boys are allowed to wear ksharim, um, are allowed to wear knots to put on Shabbos and walk around. What are these knots? So one opinion is that these are knots made out of a mather plant, which was actually had medicinal purposes. It would ward off bad things. So the Gemara says, if that's the case, then why only uh, boys, not girls? Why only children, not adults? So the Gemara says, you know what these knots are? These actually are knots that um, when a father would leave, would go away for a long time, and in order for his son not to miss him uh, or to comfort him, the father would take off his shoelace from his right foot and put it around his son's left arm, similarly to the tefillin, and um, the child would do this. By the way, another opinion from Rabbeinu Hanano, that's Rashi's opinion, Rabbeinu Hanano's position is that actually before someone would die so that their child wouldn't miss them, they would do this. Anyways, so the halacha is that you're allowed to walk around with these things on, on Shabbos. Um, so the Gemara goes on and then talks, once we quote this rabbi uh, uh, who said that, we have other statements in his name, including things about removing being drunk on Shabbos. And this is not a problem. You can take things that, that take away from being drunk. Also, we have the idea of how we know that we make a Misha uh, Bear. If we go after the mother's name, we encamp the mother's name. And also different ways of removing different kinds of sickness and pain by by finding an ant and kind of like putting the sickness on the ant or a river and putting the sickness on the river. That concludes Daf Samoch Vav, page 66.